Alright, so we got the breaking. The breaking is in. I just put out the podcast talking about Lance Ware and if he got with the team. Now we can talk Nova. Now the team is here. Now it's to compare teams and they're up there with everybody. Like the only the only way they're not up there with everybody. They're not they're not they're not up there with everybody by a lot. I'm, but you know, on if you look at it on paper, which most teams are judged from, if they haven't played together, you know, I mean that's just it. And it's more in college basketball because that's how it goes. I mean, it's just like that when every time Kentucky gets five star recruits, so when you bring in people now. Lance Ware's played with Kentucky, man. New Jersey prospect, uh, four-star, high four-star. I mean, he's going to impact. He's he's a high-energy guy. He he brings a whole other element to this team that's not even on, on paper. Like, his strength, his agility, his ability to play defense, the way he runs the floor, the alley-oop potential, the inside post, he's going to be a problem. He's going to be – like, you, you don't have to keep up with him. He can run around the court without the ball. He's – you know, he's – the guy guarding him is going to have a problem because because of his athleticism and ability. He can definitely be a, a big time, one of the best. He's going to be one of the best in the Big East. Say what you want. Hey, oh, hi. What is this? You did two points a game. I hate hearing that. Like, I don't like hearing dumb people, man. Like, you know what people are judging stuff off of every day. Every day. And that, that's it's clearly that. Just look up the man. Look at what he was. Look at what he is. Look at why Kentucky got him. You cannot judge Kentucky as a team by saying that oh he ain't getting no time. You can't. A lot of people don't get no time with Kentucky every year. So this is it's huge. So now you got um people putting in you know um lineups. One one had a lineup of where. Um, Hart, Dixon, Bamba, and more. And on the bench was going to be Armstrong. That is totally backwards. If anybody's going to Armstrong and more start, say what you want. Armstrong and more start. Um, those are the guys with the keys, man. That that's that's the guys right there. More and Armstrong. Then you got. Him. There's no way, I'm just telling you right now, there's no way ever to think that Armstrong won't start. He's not going to be a six-starter. There's not one true point guard on the team. It's Armstrong. That's the one true point guard, like a point guard. Like Archie Yakino can, you know, he but he's a, he's, a, he's a combo guard, more of a shooting guard. Been like that his whole college career. A shooter, you know, tough player, shooter. Um, Moore is a combo guard. Uh, he's definitely a combo guard. He can handle the rock and he can shoot. But his main position was when you're a combo guard, so most of the times, this depends. You could be a shooting guard first before they classify you to point guard, but it just depends. It, it can go the other way, like Iverson. So um, we talk about Armstrong, he's a one true point guard. What are you sitting down the one true point guard when you can always bring somebody off the bench and put a lineup in? No, you need a point guard like Armstrong. He's not only a point guard, he's an explosive elite talent. This man can jump out the roof, shoot from long range, 
lead a team, very patient, knows what plays to make. If, if you're a guy on transition, he can find you on transition. He has the speed to go down and, and, and trail you down court and find you open, find the, uh, the alley-oop person. He knows how, how to have a poker face on when he makes his pass. Like, he's really an elite talent that will up this team. You're going to do nothing. But if he doesn't start Armstrong, that'll question me a little bit on where the Lenovo goes. That'll question me. All right. Now, another thing that can happen, I mean, Bamba could be that sixth starter. But I just feel like with them going, I mean, you know, Hart did, he didn't declare as a transfer at the same time Bamba did. Villanova went right after Bamba, they got him. And if you look at all the transfers, he's the one that's more productive. So I'm just thinking, hmm. But at the same time, Hart is 6'8". You could put him there with um. Dixon and then where that could be interesting because this, he's a six starter, so he's still gonna get starters minutes. So he comes off the bench to be a real fiery person. That could happen, but I feel like no, not that like six five. Bomba will play his small four position. He's more, he's the more scorer that could be on the starting five where you have him and more two guys that could score around 16, almost 20 a game, and that estimate to be on the starting lineup. Hakeem Hart can hit. Hakeem Hart can hit it, but he's more of an all-around talent. He wants to come off the bench so he can score like he wants to. Be able to be that second ball handler off the bench, lead guys like Housing, lead guys like Longino. You got Nana Njoku coming off the bench, uh, an athletic guy. You know, you you got uh, guys like Patterson. He can play with. This is a good bench. Patterson's. I mean, people look at if, – if you wanted to start talking about what he's done in his little time, look at the highlights I put up. They gave you some of his bright points, some of his scoring points in 21-22, what he can do, stuff he can do. He had three-point shots for you, rebound for you, pass for you. The man can do it all. Like, this is a good – I'm like I'm totally to the left on how Villanova does not know this game can play. No matter what you saw, he didn't play enough minutes to accumulate. You just look at the good things he can do. Was it good enough to be – microscope yeah when he made that nice pass yeah he got the rebound yeah did he post a guy up yes this guy did good moves being with Villanova off the bench I don't know what you're looking at you like I say the, the things look at bad for a guy that has single digit minutes is just stop this guy's talented and they're gonna have another six nine guy that can do a lot of things with the ball to be around Hakeem Hart, who's going to help him out. And then Njoku, who's gonna, he's going to be a little guy, get a lot of rebounds, I feel like, rebounds and be a good defender and, and be a 6'10 guy where you can command the defensive part where people can't score on over so much. Patterson also, too. But the guys that are going to score are going to be Hart, Housing, and Longino. Those are going to – Archie Diakono doesn't even worry about scoring. Now – Y'all problems to solve because Archie Diakono is dependent on to be that dependent on score. He can just be him, play tough basketball, tough defense, make a smart pass, hit the shot, hit the three-point shot, and it'll be added if he gets three points or six points, especially six. I mean, y'all look at him like if he don't score, it's just bad. But if you're a starting point guard, I did I did relate to that last year. I didn't think he should have started at point guard. I didn't think that was the guy that should start at point guard. And I think that was – um. I really think that was Neptune figuring out the, the the roster. Mind you, he doesn't know anybody. He doesn't know anybody. He might know of you, but he doesn't coach you. He's not coached you. What Wright has done, didn't you go 
to another team's playbook all these years, and you, you go for a whole year with another team playbook, recruit, now you got to go back and figure out the same players that you knew of, like Moore, like Dixon, and now you got to figure them out on, all over again on the same coaching. It's different, man. So people are crazy. People, I just can't wait till this team gets on the floor. They finally have, uh, they said, one, one guy I saw said top 25 fringe team. I mean, people really don't know basketball. People get their assumptions on on um, a collaboration of actual analysts, and that's how they get it. It's not what they observe. It's never what they observe. And then they observe their analysis of another analyst. No, because you don't expect followers to be like that. A certain some got people are not analysts. They're just got people that collect information, and collecting information is collecting other people's thoughts, and then they then they post them. You know, they're not really absorbing homework. But this team is going to be good, man. This is real good. It's so now, now from a team that didn't have many options, has many options now. I really like this team. Neptune, but I watch this. Over. Now, I still see this as a uh, Sweet 16 team. I'm going to say at the lowest, and I'm, I'm going to stick with the lowest until I see them improve their chemistry. Um, But they can be a championship contender. It's like this is not even far fetched. When you got an elite point guard like Mark Armstrong, who's done a USA competition, who's played elite talent, who's been a high level point guard, who played last year around high level competition and displayed it, and coming back for a second year, then you got Justin Moore, who has been a big gamer, was a Final Four participant. Eric Dixon was a Final Four participant. Both these guys can score over 16, 17 points a game. Then you get T.J. Bomba, who can score 16 points a game. Then you get Hakeem Hart, who gives a triple double threat. Really, yes, he is a triple double threat. It's no question. Look at his look at his games, the way he plays. Yes, I see. I remember. Um, Eric Dixon's dad, he was like, yo, I know him. He's a, he's a guard. And I understand what you're saying, where, where he's played at. Yes, he's played guard. Yes, the things he can do. I didn't think, you know, talking to one of the Villanova coaches, it was like, you know, he could be a point guard type. Yeah. So, Hakeem Hart's going to have some games where he brings the ball up himself and everybody around him is shooters. Villanova's going to do that. Now, but he's a small forward, 6'8". That, that is no question a small forward. If it was that easy, Jason Tatum would be playing shooting guard right now. No, he he was a small four from the start. He just played shooting guard because he can shoot. And, you know, you can go to the line and make you pay for it. And he started developing it all around, passing potential. You know, people put him at guard, but he's a small four. That's just what it is. Now you get this team. Eric Dixon's an excited player. You got you to be excited about him because – He's excited about weapons being around him, being a post player now. And he can shoot from the outside. Then Dixon's going to be so good this year. One thing you got to like is how a player evolves from the next to the next year. That's also a plus. If he played one year, next year is experience. Experience is always a plus. And Dixon, having a year he had last year, is going to be even better this year. Because he's going to be getting the green light to do a lot. Then Neptune coaching is going to have five people, you know, you know, four people around you, now five that can shoot the three. You can put Lance Ware and let him post, and you pass out to shooters. He isn't going to have to, you know, shoot. He isn't going just because he misses a free throw. Or if he does, it's not going to count against him because he's not going to be the shooting guard. He's not the main scorer. He's not the third main scorer. He's not the second best player like Ben Simmons was. No, he is a center. He can be him. He can, and his energy is going to make turnovers come, going to amp up the team. 
He was doing good things on and off the court. Kentucky, Kentucky loves Lance Ware. They love Lance Ware. They're happy for him. That's how good he's that type of guy. He just didn't get his time. So many guys coming. So many. Kentucky trying to the portal comes. Now people are trying to get good and go in the portal and let people play. And Ware lost so much time. He's like, I need my time. So he's coming here to Villanova. And this is and Howard's back. Ha ha ha. Yes. See how quick that happened? First you heard about Naheem McLeod. Then you heard about uh um Lance Ware. Yes. Lance Ware was recruited by Ashley Howard. If I can say that, boom. He was recruited by just like that. Just like that. Um, Thomas Sorber, who told me he was visiting Ashley Howard. That man is on the prowl. He is that good at this. Him and Neptune are that good. They're going to do something special with this program, man. It's just crazy. Um, and into, you know, the, the recruiting hasn't been this live since when Jay Wright, when I got into it, Jay Wright was recruiting. And the year that Cam Reddish came, it was a year Cam Reddish, right after the championship season, it was on, you know, Cam Reddish, this never, you know, it was really on. But the real, the season that was really on was, um, because the Cam Reddish season, I got, I got to clear that up. Cam Reddish season was a big season. Um, you had a lot of people committing around that time, but twenty eighteen was a good championship year. The best championship year, right? But when after they won their second championship, phew, recruiting went through the roof. Went through the roof. It was so busy. I mean, it was everybody loved Nova? Two championships in three years. Oh, they went nuts. I mean, it was my my emails, my inboxes. Look at that. Other analysts, they had so much to recruit for Villanova. Every every analyst loved Villanova. Shoot, I mean, somebody had Villanova on their list. This is an exciting team, man. This is every Villanova should be excited, should be happy. If 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 Neptune goes in the next season, has a 17-17 season off this season, which is clearly more deeper and talented, has experience, has more, you know. If if he goes in 17-17, then, then it's time for a change in Villanova. And that's my guy, all of the guy. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. If he doesn't, if he's 17 and 17, doesn't make the tournament with this team. If he doesn't make the tournament with this team, NCAA tournament then it's time for a change. NCAA tournament. Yes, I'm saying NCAA tournament. You put Justin Moore with top prospects like Lance Ware. They were all type top prospect guys, all of them AAU competitions. And all. Then you're talking about you put him with Hakeem Hart, another top, one of the top Philly prospects out of high school. Now he's, he's successful where he's at. Then TJ Bomber leading Washington State to the same record. Basically, they was in the NIT too. It's like 17 to 16, man. He was the sole person. This is big for this this unit. But, I mean, this is big for them. They don't they're not bringing in young guys. You know, not even looking at Maheem McLeod, he had um two years of eligibility left. Where's more experience with a tougher program? 
It's just a big, you look at Hunter Dickinson, but like I told everyone, Lance Ware was 44 ranked. He was ranked over Hunter Dickinson in a couple of recruiting rankings. I mean, he really was that good. And now they get him. This is big to me because Villanova now has, listen, you have nine players, maybe 10. Let's, let's go down the line. Let's talk about it. Defense. They have length now. They have length. Uh, Nana Njoku is athletic, um, 6'9", 260. Lance Ware, 6'9", 235. Length, both of them can play defenses. Then you get Trey Patterson, a guy who can guard one through uh, three through five, maybe even one and two with his way the way he plays basketball. He's a very athletic guy, smart guy. Hakeem Hart, another – now Villanova has length they never had. Most of these guys are guys they just acquired. We're not talking about Patterson. We're not talking about Njoku. We're talking adding Nance and adding Hakeem Hart. Now those are guys with length. And you got Joel Longino, another guy that has length at 6'5", 216. He has length. Jordan Dumas, 6'8", 195. He has length. You get in there, play defense. You just put guys, put their hands up, can have good hands. We're talking about guys who can rebound too. We're not even talking. We're not talking about the scoring. We talk about when you put lineups in there for guys that can get you good defense and good rebounds. Villanova has that now. They have guys that can guard the the one and two, six eight, one ninety five. Do my maybe you want to have a lineup where you say just say they want to have a lineup where they put Dumont in there with TJ Bomber and Justin Moore and Hakeem Hart. Let's just say that Hakeem Hart handles the rock sometimes or more does then you who's the center you want to say just go ahead and put lance ware in there that's a defensive unit you got jordan dumont you got tj bomba and you leave uh and you leave bomba and you leave more in there for scores you got heart you got dumont and you got Ware. those are long length you could just put in there specifically specifically to just be a, a nuisance at defense You could even put Jordan Longino in there if you don't want to put Dumont in there. Let's just put him in there. That's length. You still got Lance Ware. You still got Bamba. And then, oh, my God, Housen's going to eat because he's, he's going to be a guy. They haven't really got the full microscope. Remember, this is 17 and 17 team. Teams ain't really like, okay, this is this is the team we got next Let's study them, and they don't have much to study on. They're not believing how good Nova is yet. That's a good, the good thing about that. You, you know, this is not a team that you know went to the top twenty-five or seventeen and seventeen. So you're not going to look on there and say, "Man, who is this housing guy? Oh, who are man Lagino when he's healthy? Watch him. They haven't gotten that, that um, importance. That oh oh oh, they that type of team. But soon it's going to be like that. They're going to be hard to mess with. Mark Armstrong leading the ball up court. Justin Moore is just score. That already makes him better, makes Armstrong better. It already makes Moore better because you got a point guard who can score, hit free throws, hit, he can light it up and still get you the ball right. Then who else? You have... Bomber. That's another big time score for a point guard to have. And a post guy like Dixon. Then you got another post guy like Ware. 
she's unbelievable how this team's gonna like even out. One thing you got housing um Archiacono, Longino, and, and Hart off the bench that can shoot. They can shoot and light it up. Like this is these are shooters. These are guys that can shoot. So if whoever you get, who's ever at the post of his Dixon, if it's where, if any of these guys are on the floor, they're shooting. One guy was like, oh, can we get a point guard? You know how stupid you sound? There's no more. That's it. There's no more getting nobody. That is it. It's over with. It is totally over with. No, really no updates. My guy, listen, stop it. Stop it. They're not getting a point guard. There was never something they wanted to get. They're, they're cool. They're comfortable. No matter how you feel and how you think, go cry on the pillow. If this is not what you like, go cry because that's it. It's no more point guards. Nobody's coming. It was never a guard. How could you even think of a guard when there never was a guard? They never thought of a small forward after Hakeem Hart. All they've been after is big men. Everybody stop crying. It's over with. Deal with it. Be mad about it. Write write a book about it. Write a segment about it. You're not going to change it. That's just how it is. All y'all who don't like Chris Archer Jagano, you're going to have to live with it. Sorry. You're going to see him in the, you're going to see him on court. You're going to see him get minutes. You're going to see him get important minutes. Whatever you be mad at when you see it, be mad at it. Now, I respect Chris R. Jackson as a player. I think it's t- totally time to stop insulting this guy. He's not, a, you know, the, the, the elite prospect, but he was definitely one of the best prospects coming out of Pennsylvania. Can shoot. Tough guy. Don't be surprised if he had a 13-point game because he can shoot, can score, but he's not consistently going to be that scorer on this level. It's not him. Unbelievable, man. Um, it's just you know the, the doubt in, in Villanova that happens is a little it's a little crazy, a little scary, a little bit. Now, I want to also talk about Villanova. Um, Madison Francis, also Erica um, Nova, um, also added an offer. Excuse me for cutting it off. Erica Gribble, um, 2026 Pennsylvania prospect guard. Here goes in these Dylan once again. Here we go at 2026, 2025. You have Madison Francis, 2026. You have Erica Gribble. Erica Gribble is rising. Um, good shooter. Um, smart player. Good can light it up. We'll, we'll add to that multiple position talent that uh, Coach Dylan has. A lot of those girls and dolls can play center, can play um Power forward. Um, you got a uh, Danae Carter, another girl right out of Philly can play three, can play the four. Um, they have a lot of multi-changing positions, you no know, prospects that can do a lot. And this is a big one. Erica Gibble could be a good guard, and we can talk about Madison Francis. Like I said, I'm excited about her. She's a heck of a talent, man. Like this team is starting to have a good rotation and recruiting classes of talented players. That comes through. Um, to really add to um, what um, Villanova football has done, it's a lot to be excited about, man. It's a lot to be excited about. And if, I just want to add, you know, um, Anthony Hawkins, Dylan Mills is a three-star quarterback. They have a good quarterback. They just offered. They're trying to keep their quarterback class going. This is a three-star talent. They could reel into Villanova. Another one. Another one. 
Um, there's a lot of us, nine out of the top 25 recruits. We'll talk about that coming up. Nine of the top 25 recruits are committed to Villanova football. I'm talking about top, not top 25, I'm talking about of all time. Nine of the top 25, 247 sports recruits of all time. Scudders, Kashawn Scudders was almost a four-star. It's almost a four-star. That's how big of a recruit that was. Aiden Howard, um, J.R. Strauss, Josh Slay, um, Jerron Hayek. And I'm, I'm going right off the top of my head, not even no notes in front of me today. Um, everything's off the top of the head today. I do that a lot, but this is what I'm saying. It's because... To remember these guys, I'm trying to uh, Antonio Johnson, um, Mitchell Bothwell, two tight ends. This is how special this team is. You got two tight ends on your as your top 25. They're on this team: Scudders, Jerron Hayek, a receiver. You got two linebackers. This is on defense. Wyatt Hummel on offense, offensive line. You have some of the top guys right there. Villanova did an excellent job, and it's just a start over process. Like I told you about Tanner Maddox, heard about him. If he is the starter, I mean, these are two good quarterbacks. What is this? Is something to look at. I'm gonna do more before I come back to a Villanova football recruiting. And like I said, the girls doing a great job. Um, it's just a lot to see. I'm gonna do more homework to give y'all more and more info. But I have one coming now. I'm out of here, y'all. This was a quick, quick, quick going breaking news. This is very, very great. Um, just looking for, uh, uh, it could have been Ware, it could have been McLeod. This would have been the same impact. Dixon would have been better, of course, because he's a guy that's came into college and got that experience and played at Michigan. He he got to fill out his 52nd overall in the nation potential and do it. He didn't get to do that. Uh, Ware didn't get to do that with Kentucky. So he would have been a guy coming in right away. He could shoot from the three. Who do I think is the better player? I think it's Dixon on offense. On defense, um, well, we can see how that goes. Ware is a very good player, man. It's very going to be interesting to see how he goes. Um, Dixon at seven foot one, seven foot two, can block shots. He's not as athletic as Lance Ware. That's the thing. He's not as athletic as Lance Ware. But Dixon's a better player. Who would I say I get? Of course, I get Dixon. But just letting you know how much potential Ware has and what he can do on the court. He was ranked higher than him. He's ranked higher than them. Do I think that where would have got just as much? It's possible. He just wouldn't have been a better shooter. If we're talking about intangibles that Dixon has built, Dickinson has he's a better shooter, period. But as far as in the post, or where can compete with, with Dickinson any day in the post, any day, any day, rebounding, scoring. In the post, where has that too? In, in the transition, where has that? But you're not going to – I mean, who would I want to be Dickinson? Because we, we don't got to worry about athleticism. We have a guy that can shoot from the outside, better free throw shooter, and can block. So that, that's, the, that's different. But what we have is a problem for Big East, for anybody. Now Villanova has a guy that's going to run around doing that good front court work. Uh, Dixon don't have to do that. Now he can play his natural self. Moving him to power forward is the biggest move of the whole year for Villanova. This is going to be fun and exciting. So I'm out, y'all. This is Lita Johnson. I'm your host with the most. Have a toast. I'm out, y'all.